Hey, everyone. Welcome into the Kadem's Corner podcast. My name is Eddie Kadem. We are here with Cheech. What's up, man? How are you? Doing fantastic. As you can see here, I've got my Verdansk background looking <laughs> lovely. Yeah. That's the three of us. Try- oh, I think my head's in the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. There's the third guy there. <laughs> <laughs> Drop them lower than the rest, man. Yeah. He's always got to be sagging. <laughs> so that's something we've Doing been well, though. We've been playing a lot. Um, and I, I kind of wanted to, I guess this is kind of our pilot episode. So I guess, you know, for people listening to us for the first time, this is going to suck. So bear with us. Um, it's kind of a rotating cast of characters right now. The consistent characters you'll see and you can expect is obviously me. Um, and, and I think Cheech will be somebody who's on every podcast, if not every other podcast or however it may be. But uh, my brother, Hyder, you might see him a lot. Um, our friend D-Block, who we also play with, Cousin James, they all bring a lot and uh, a lot of different, you know, stories, their own storylines of how gaming has affected their life and the different games they like playing. James, I know, is big into retro games, which is funny because he's the youngest of all of us and he's got a... Makes no sense. But makes yeah. no sense. Yeah, he's got a dungeon <laughs> of N64s and GameCubes and, and shit like that. And it's just like... Well, <laughs> are you still 12? What's going on, man? <laughs> well, I, you know, he wasn't around for it originally, so I'll yeah. give him that. You know, simplify his already hectic life at the young age of what is he, 22, four, six? I don't know. I think he just turned 21 again. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I went to a bar with him recently for the first time six years ago. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, Cheech, let's get into you, man. Um, so let's start off uh, Start off easy and simple. What are you playing right now? Um, what, are, what are some of the games you're into? Uh, obviously, outside of Warzone, as we already discussed, uh, the top of the heap right now is Ghost of Tsushima. And uh, I'm going back through. I got the director's edition and I'm uh, playing through a Mongol invasion on the, the island of Japan. One of the it's one of the best games I've ever played. I got to. I got to get that out there. <laughs> so that's something I want to do do with this podcast, man. Is like, you know, we, we play different games, even though we play a lot of the same games. I haven't played that game. I, I want to. I've heard about it from you. I've heard about it from D-Block. Like, as somebody who hasn't played it yet, and you kind of know me, but I guess somebody you don't even know who you know has a general interest in gaming, why should I play that game? Like, what's what's kind of draws you to it as you keep coming back? I know you like Mega Man. Yes, <laughs> I love Mega okay. Man. So, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's tough to draw parallels to that, but you can find some similarities if okay. uh, if you know if you know the two franchises, you might know what I'm saying. But um, it's just the storyline, the way they shot, and like the visuals in that game, along obviously with the gameplay. Uh, you'd think a hack and slash, quote unquote, would get repetitive but this one stays nice and fresh because you're always learning new things and advancing to new um more difficult opponents obviously and it's all open world too so you're exploring and unlocking all these different things on the island as you're doing it and reclaiming territory so there's a lot of uh built-in uh what would we call it not replayability factor but there's a lot built in to keep you there and keep you on that task. You know, there's a lot of games that start off strong and just kind of taper off or, you know, you get to a certain point, you're like, all right, well, I've seen it all and I still have 70% left to go and it hits the shelf. So um, I don't feel that with this one. Is there, is there a good bit of DLC too? Like, have you beaten it through and you're going to into new stuff yet? Or are you kind of in the middle of the campaign still? 
I'm still in the uh, second act of the campaign, I believe. Uh, I've learned a bunch of stuff. I've got cool colored armor. You know, I know how to paint it black and nice. all that good stuff. But it went on uh, you just the black eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. You got to have black armor, bro. You have to. Um, uh, a lot of the map, needless to say, is still red. It's still undiscovered. There's still some bad guys floating around out there that I have to go and chop up into pieces. So. Um, in the name of Japan, though, you know? A lot of people may or may not know this about you. You are a musician, a great guitarist. Um, and uh, I wouldn't say great, but I play the guitar, yes. I would, so <laughs> it's not up to you to give you your own titles. You were in a metal band for a long time, the Harrowing, 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 mm-hmm. Harrowing right? You know what I'm saying? Harrowing, Harrowing, whatever you want, man. Whatever it wants. Uh, maybe we'll insert a picture here for, for this. Yeah, there you go. Just pop us slow. With your abs. <laughs> <laughs> um but so music and gaming for me has always been something like i'm the nerd who like i'll be at a bachelor party and i'll be like oh let me get the ox i'm gonna put on the final fantasy soundtrack and everyone's like yo get out of the fucking party bus we're done with you now <laughs> i'm like all right so i love give me the court god damn it <laughs> i love gaming and music you know you can get a lot of heavy metal i mean we just talked about mega man a little bit not so much mega uh, metal but you know it's a, it's a fucking hard rock <laughs> chords happening in mega man and stuff like yeah. that yeah these games, yeah, you think, music's a big part, you know? Yep. You think Mega Man, and my mind immediately goes to, like, Dragon Force or some yeah, of, yep. like, the As I Lay Dying, some of that, like, triumphant. You know, you just expect to look to your right and see a horse and a, a knight on it with a <laughs> sword coming just go through. crazy out of yeah. nowhere. You're like, ah, yeah. I can do this! <laughs> yeah. Or the big tribal tom beats. You're like, uh-oh, this is a boss fight. It's time. Yeah, I gotta, all right, I gotta chug my soda and get my thumbs ready for this. Right, exactly. <laughs> or or just go to bed and try it in the morning. It's always easier that way. Yeah, I can never do that. That's my problem, man. Four <laughs> AM, and I'm like, oh, if I had just jumped off that wall, a little fucking different. <laughs> this guy'd be dead right now. I swear. <laughs> always so, seems so close, but yet so far. Um, so, what are some games like soundtracks you've listened to? I know you're a big God of War guy, right? You. Um, yeah. Some. Um, I I have a friend who has a friend, and hopefully. That's the other thing I kind of, I guess we'll segue into that as guests. I want to bring some guests on here who have, you know, experience slash have worked in the gaming world. And um, she, she worked on some of the music on God of War for the most recent God of War. Um, so I'm mm. trying to get her on. So that'd be pretty cool. I definitely oh, that'd be cool. Want, would want you to co-host with me for that. So um, did you like the soundtrack for the most recent God of War? Um, I did. Yeah. It, it was, uh, you know, very suiting of the game. I thought, you know, it it's tough with soundtracks because you don't know if you want like that guardians of the galaxy where every piece is like so integral to the story right and it's like it without the movie those songs are all still obviously hits they've been hits for 40 years now like there's no fucking debating <laughs> legitimacy of those songs right so when you're on your own uh, and you're creating like ambient tones to kind of carry through the story and imbue a certain sense of whether it be danger adventure whatever it is that's important that's really hard to do so i'd love to sit there and ask ask her a couple questions where does the inspiration come from like how do you how do you do it are you sitting there watching the screen are you given a script is it you know there's a lot of ways i could see it be done so i'm very curious about that yeah i'm interested in the process too like is the game already done like and then you kind of create a, a song for a scene like or is it like reverse you know you the music the game follows the scene almost i don't know it'd be interesting to see how that collaboration works so i guess that's with everything like 
like think about Stranger Things. You know, we we can talk we can talk entertainment too. You know, it's running up that hill like that that song. How did they pick that? And I like, know. Did, did they write in that scene to like go you know play out to that song? So it's it cool um, how they yeah people are able to do that. Um, so Ghost of Tsushima is one you're playing right now. Obviously, uh, mm-hmm. Warzone. I'm for me. Um, I'm going back and trying to beat all the Mega Man games. So I've beaten Mega Man 1 through 10. I'm on Mega Man X3. So it goes Mega Man 1 through 10, the X games, and then there's a Mega Man 11, and I think there's a 12 that aren't X, and then there's Legends and all this. Sh- there's a lot. <laughs> and there's like X, there's really like XYZ even too. It's, it's nuts. But I'm just trying to get through the Mega Man and Mega Man X Legacy games right now and not the portable games that is a whole other element which they do with popular franchises so often um mm-hmm. fun i mean i find it like not as redundant as i, I thought it would be because my issue with a lot of new games actually it's just the redundancy and I, I know um you like assassin's creed a lot but i feel like when i'm playing mm-hmm. assassin's creed, especially the older ones it's just like all right we did this and then it's do the kind of same thing over and over again and like shadow of mordor i felt that a lot the lord of the rings game um mm-hmm. Uh, and I find myself just getting bored uh, after after a while with games like that when it just gets like, all right, find this orc, kill him, and then find another orc. This one's got two horns, though, and it's like, yeah, what am I doing here? And maybe I'll learn a new move every once in a while, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with that, that sentiment for the most part. Um, you know, there's a couple mainstays like Rockstar. They can't do any wrong. They figure it out somehow. Yeah. Uh, probably has something to do with taking 15 years to develop their games, but that's right. neither here nor there. Hey, no, sh- no shade. No shade, bro. It's, right. it's what it is, though, cuz. Um, yeah, with the Assassin's Creed, I, I think about that all the time. I'll be playing through, and if it wasn't for the storyline, like, and it's it's pretty masterfully done over the course of however many games they have, how they, and how they uh, tie historical figures and events in is usually what keeps me hooked. Like I'm playing through Unity, right? Brotherhood? I don't know. The one that is in steampunk England. And, you know, like Alexander Graham Bell is inventing me flashbang grenades and Charles Dickens is there. It's pretty, you know, Karl Marx is running around. You help him, like, you know, start a revolution, essentially. (laughs) It's it's pretty cool. Um, Other than that, though, it's like you said, you, you hack and slash a bunch of guys and once in a while they're more difficult than the last group of guys i guess yeah uh, a lot of building climbing but you know a lot of building climbing. but they're great games and you know they were it's tough to you know you create something everybody loves and then how do you reinvent that and i think that's that's how you do it i guess you know you bring it in a different storylines different timelines and things like that that keeps yeah. coming back and you know not to throw shade like you said people who love those games but um I really like like a game that I played recently was um, It Takes Two, and I think I talked to you about this, and I played that mm-hmm. with my wife, Grace, and she's not a big gamer, um, but we were able to play that. And I like that game a lot because it was, you know, almost every level was different. Like, they, they drew off of different classic games. Like, there's one part of a level where you're on a, a board, and it turns into a, a standard fighting game, like a Mortal Kombat, and you're just fighting a squirrel. Hmm. It's like, oh, that came out of nowhere, like, two minutes ago. Yeah. I was playing Mario Kart basically, and now I'm doing this, and it's all in one game. And it's you know, it, it, it makes it move a little quicker. So I think um, we're, we're seeing a lot more of that with games these days. Is like the mini game aspect of trying to mm-hmm. keep it you know interesting, so 
your main storyline is expanded on, but you can escape it a little bit if you want to, if it gets a little too mundane for you, which, you know, game creators are doing a very good job of right now, I feel like, and we are in a golden age of it, even if uh, every time we see an update for Warzone that we're playing every night, and then we find out it's, you know, they've got three different colored bushes, <laughs> or, yep. or uh, now you can drop down a redeployable balloon, I think is the new thing they're doing right now that I found. More zombies, yeah. Zombies, yeah, not the kind of zombies people like either. It's, it's, nah. it's not a, not hider zombies. It's uh, the, the ones who you just kind of jump around and get shot immediately. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what we're playing right now is, is a lot of Warzone together. Um, you're very good. Um, I'm getting better, but I haven't been a, I haven't been a shooter for very long. This is actually like since PlayStation 2, I think, um, the first like shooter that I've played online. I, I played Halo with friends, but I was never like very good at it. But um, I really like Call of Duty. I mean, I, I really do like Warzone and I obviously keep coming back to it. And it's a camaraderie of it. And that's kind of going to push me to my next topic here. You know, it's, it's been great being able to talk with you guys every night, and especially during the pandemic when everything was so shut down. I think that was kind of when gaming really shined for my life was um, being able to connect to my brother, Hyder, being able to connect to you and D-Block and my boy Fed and uh, cousin James playing PGA with him, but just the connectivity of it. You know, you talk to your best friends every day. It's great. You know, as adults, it's, it's hard to find that time to whittle that time out. So, um, yeah. I think that's that's you know therapy in a way honestly so yeah. mm -hmm. very cathartic for sure um you know and i talk to people uh, i talk to the guys in the office and they're just like you see their eyes blind over right and they just don't get it like you know my one of my buddies he's got his what do they do best all? friends <laughs> that's what i'm saying like i know you don't like your family that much bro like what do you do when when the kids what do you do when the kids go to bed? Let's be honest. Right. He's like, well, I go to bed. I'm like, oh, man. No time for you, huh? So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, it's it's definitely all of that. Um, you know, not to make this like a shameless ad for Warzone because the game is fucking broken as all hell. Very as flawed, we all, very flawed. As we, we all we know. about it every night. <laughs> yeah, us and millions and millions of other people who still continue to fucking log on. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, let's let's hope uh, two comes along it's better, and that's that. But All right, so yeah, there's a lot. I was gonna say Sorry, as, go as, a, as a springboard, you know, what are you looking forward to? And, and let's talk about two coming out. I mean, what I know you you do a lot of your you do a lot of research on, on gaming, which is which is uh, which is good, especially when it comes to these games, the the modern warfare games. So tell me tell me what mm -hmm. you know, what you've been hearing so far. Uh, I'm hearing a couple different things from all of the famous leakers that you can read about on the internet or, you know, they, they all have blogs and stuff. And I typically will be bored in a meeting that I'm not involved in or whatever it is, waiting on one of the guys to get me some info that I need. And I'll just kind of scroll and read. But um, the new one is, you know, as the release of the first one goes, it was done by I believe it was Infinity Ward, and then Activision took over. And when Activision took over, we can all remember a clear drop-off in quality. <laughs> the the, the drop-off might have started a little sooner. That could be debated. I'm not an expert on the whole thing, but we saw, you know, Bruce McClain or John McClain, you know, Bruce Willis running around and Snoop Dogg and all these 
wild video clips of just outlandish cheating. Not that it was any better again in the the original oh, map yeah, of her dance, but walls like the one time that was fun. Yeah, it seems like as they tried to do, undo the work, they kind of maybe shifted some other things. Right? I don't know how any of this stuff works. Just a guess, but um, I'm looking forward to a clean slate essentially. Um, I'm hoping to see some more implementation from the original uh, Call of Duty Battle Royale that they call Blackout. I know you're not familiar with that, but no. there's a couple of things that I thought they did better. Uh, the ability to swim, the way that the weapon systems worked. You'd pick up a gun and there would be no attachments. You'd have to find your own attachments. Um, you could find all that stuff on the ground. It's all available loot. That way you can choose. You know, you have a, a backpack that has only so much room. Am I going to carry two scopes or am I going to carry two grenades? You have to make these choices on the fly. And I always really liked that because it was pretty realistic, right? Um, you know, most soldiers have a bag and they're concerned with the weight of that bag and what's in that bag. So I like that element in a game. Uh, another thing that was huge, big, big rumor that I heard. Um, I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but there's talk about a return of a firing range, which is essentially a virtual testing ground for your weapons. So you can try out uh your builds before you go into the game which i know we've been there just right. like hey this this new gun's supposed to be cool i'm gonna use it and then you do and you just yeah, you get drilled right i throw it in the garbage and then light it up it's dog shit the gun's <laughs> dog shit right <laughs> so it'd be good to know about those types of things in advance um other than that i'm looking to i'm looking forward to mostly the return of those modern warfare 2 maps from the original modern warfare yeah. uh, one of the best best times in shooter history um you know i lived with our buddy paul up in cohos and between the two of us we 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 did some fucking damage out there yeah. so i'm looking to see some of those gun systems and uh and and maps or pieces of the maps or what have you come back and make an appearance again yeah no that's definitely and what's uh do you know the exact date is it october or november when, I, when that's uh... yes it's it's uh, October 28th, I think it drops. October 28th. It's our oldest birthday, so I'm going to have to make some sacrifices. <laughs> the game will I'm be there. Gonna... The birthday comes once a year, man. I'm not going to say which ones, but there will be sacrifices. <laughs> uh, all right. Hopefully Kate doesn't listen this far in. Uh, <laughs> um, for me, the game that's actually dropping in Japan right now and then tomorrow... Um, I'm a big Digimon video game fan. They've got a new game called Digimon Survive coming out. It's an RPG game. Um, it actually mm -hmm. comes out tonight at midnight. Um, so I'm going to be picking that up tonight. Um, but it, it looks pretty interesting. It's like that style. It's more of, um, I don't know how to describe this animation style. It's not cartoon. It, it, it's less cartoonish and more like storybook almost, I want to say. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that, that style is exactly called. But uh, it looks pretty interesting. Um, I had played through the Digimon Cyber Sleuth games, which were fun, but there's a hack in those games you can do. And obviously I did it because I'm a piece of shit. And you can just do whatever you want. You know those games where like you find this one thing and then you can just farm out and, and just destroy the game. I wish I didn't oh, yeah. go and do that. And then they made a second game and it was just so fucking similar. And it's like, you have so much source material to grab off of and you made the same game twice. And that kind of soured me towards it, but this is different developers and different type of games. So I'm kind of excited to go back into that world because that's one of my favorite worlds is the Digimon world. Still as an adult, I don't care if you want to make fun of me. Uh, <laughs> uh, the idea of 
growing a, growing a monster into a giant monster with rocket launchers all over its body is still pretty cool to me. So, um, hey man, teach his own. Right. So um, that's like an RPG game that's coming out that I'm pretty excited about. The Golem game, uh, Lord of the Rings game, is coming out next month. That looks pretty dope. Um, Wait, you play Schmeagol? You play a Schmeagol, so you just crawl around Ooh. everywhere, get into mischief and biting people's fingers off and chugging fish. Jesus. Like yeah, it looks like a good time. Yeah, you should check that out if you haven't seen the trailer for it. It looks pretty cool. Madden's coming out next month. I'm a big Madden player. Um, mm-hmm. I have a league I play with my buddies. Um, probably get some of those guys on here at some point once we get the league going. Heider, my brother, uh, we play with him a lot. Um, that's, that's another, you know, one where it's like, so infuriating because the people who play it know exactly what you need to do to fix this game or make it a little bit more modern or even go back to what you've already were doing that was working and you got rid of for no reason but they just don't Mm -hmm. they're just like hey instead we're gonna add a card game that will make money off of kids and parents well that's the problem is that we're still playing warzone we're still buying skins and we're still buying madden or paying ea play or what have you um you know the the money talks, right? So they're gonna the, obviously they have to have seen a goddamn <laughs> decline in their sales, but um, you know what do I know? If they uh, haven't heard the complaints, then I need to buy a pair of their their headphones because they're pretty incredible. At that <laughs> cousin James on the street that'll be one of his first assignments. Go yeah. yell at the people at a yay. <laughs> We're gonna send them in there. We're gonna paint them. I don't even know. I don't know. We'll paint them some color or something. Have them. <laughs> we gotta make him stick out somehow. We'll figure. We'll work on that. Uh, yeah, he'll be yeah, our, he'll be our protest hard. guy. We're just gonna send in the random game developers buildings to scream at them until he gets arrested. Yeah. He's got the cleanest rap sheet, so he's got room to wiggle. Still, there you go. It's perfect. <laughs> he's um, in New York too, right? It's no big deal. Yeah, everybody he's in Brooklyn. Gets yeah, I don't care. There's plenty of guys. Everybody, everybody lets you. They just let you out of jail now. So yeah, straight to jail, out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is kind of a broad philosophical question. What do you think mm. the future of gaming is? Oculus is obviously out there. Have you played it on an Oculus before? Have you messed with virtual gaming? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I actually have worked on some stuff through work that would be uh, used, utilized. We'll use the fancy version of that word, not used. <laughs> utilized as uh, training implements for some of the uh, sites that I work on. So uh, basically what I do for work is I make 3D models just like any game developer, but it's typically of buildings and systems and things like that. So we've been tasked by other clients to create training protocols for, uh, you know, uh, the goal was to take someone off the street, bring them into a highly specialized uh, uh, fab, as we call it, uh, you know, and get them to be able to do pretty simple um, maintenance tasks on a lot of the high-end machines that they have there. See if we could cut down on training time, get these guys out into the field a little faster. So I have a pretty good uh, idea of the AR VR space. But to answer your question, I think that's kind of where it's going. I know it's been talked about for a long time. Right. Um, PlayStation had their PSVR, which some of the stuff was good. I just think there was a lack of development for it right it's it's hard to do i know from my experience i made a very simple animation and it took a bunch of pages of script just to stabilize a very simple motion it just showed like this thing coming out 
folding oh, with, down and with coding man it's yeah i mean i took a very rudimentary coding class in college and i have mm -hmm. friends that, that develop games the amount of work yeah. and and the margin for error in your profession and and in the gaming mm -hmm. profession is a lot and a little a lot of work and a, a yes. little margin for error you know and it's very painstaking yeah. work for sure to make these awesome games as we shit on the way that <laughs> these guys are working. Yeah. So but they're getting paid a lot exactly. of freaking money and they've been doing it. So this is all they do. All right. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so what I know about code, I actually was talking to our, it's funny. I, I was talking to our coder just about an hour and a half ago before we got on this, uh, this podcast here, but he was saying, um, he was venting a little frustration about a couple of the new processes we're trying to roll out. And he was saying how, you know, it, it's awesome and it's so satisfying once it works, but he's like, I will go through a thousand lines of code just right. to find two small issues that, you know. A comma. Will... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's as simple as a comma sometimes. It's like, oh my God, I don't know how you do that, man. You're doing uh, it to yourself. <laughs> it's painstaking, man. Like, uh, and those are, those are the true heroes right there. Those guys that can yeah. and not smash, deal with idiots like me. laptop all day. <laughs> oh yeah. They got to deal with idiots like me. I'm just like, I need this to work. Nah. Simple. <laughs> they got it. They can do it. You got the vision. You, you smart. <laughs> you smart um, me lazy. <laughs> so I think I think we're still a little ways away on the, on the VR because like right we had the the uh, what was the first one? I guess not the Switch um, before that. Just the Wii, the right? Wii. The Wii. Yeah. You know that that feeling of you're in the game. You're hitting things with the thing, but it was, you know, it wasn't. It was fun for. Family. I would almost, I would almost argue that to be more of a mocap, like motion capture, yeah. because of the way that it's, you know what I mean. And I, the same with, I think Xbox Live did something like that, didn't they? Have like everybody do you remember? It. Yeah, and PlayStation had yeah. it too, and it just didn't work. I, I'm sure they still have it, but like, you know, who, who's playing? Who's doing that? And I. See, where I get to is like, yeah, it's a cool idea. It's a cool concept. But like, sometimes I just want to be able to do things I can't fucking do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. where are we going to go? We're going to go to Madden? Like, I, I'm going to play as an NFL quarterback and make the motion of throwing a football. I can't do that. I can hit X and throw it to a guy and make him right. make this, this AI character do that. Yeah, that brings us to an important impasse of how lazy is your typical person, right? right. Like I've seen, I've seen on the market, like uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's essentially a treadmill, right? It's an omnidirectional treadmill to be used yeah. with your AR headset. So when you're playing like a, a shooting game, you can actually run in the shooting game or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen what you're talking about. I don't know anybody that would actually fucking use one of those. Right. That's exhausting. Like. <laughs> I like to I'm be a, active. I'm a soldier, bro. <laughs> I, bro, yeah. I'd like to be active too, but I'm not doing it in, in my video game time. I mean, I guess I could supplement my workout with yeah. my video game time, but that kind of defeats the purpose. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not I'm not taking up the squat rack playing fucking Candy Crush, and I don't expect it to be vice versa. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, they, I... I have been uh, trying trying to incorporate that, you know, both playing BGA with James doing push-ups or Heider with the workout war zone. And when when they're on, we they or Heider could talk about that. He wants to try to create like a uh, a workout regimen for video games and stuff to do that. But you know, that's for people that want that that are like, shit. You know, I like playing games, but maybe if I could use this motivation, blah blah blah. But that's that's something he can talk about. But 
with the virtual yeah i'm with you man i just i don't think i don't think the market is there for people um, unless like what was it ready player one unless you can do something like that where you're just like in a vegetative state and, bingo you know I, mean? I was just getting ready to mention uh you know we have our our friend elon musk talking about this Neuralink uh -huh. prog uh, program and there's things out there like crispr cas9 where it's going to be a possibility that we are have the ability to just you know even google glasses even if you don't go that evasive yeah. uh or invasive should i say the the surgical route where you have a plant put or chip plant in your head you could easily put on a nice light pair of glasses that holograms or projects or whatever it needs to do i'm sure that that technology will be there um not uh not now not in the next five years but you know inside the 20 year mark i'd say you see people just kind of the, the vr somebody, will change well, like it's got to adapt and evolve it's there right now it's just mass producing it and getting people interested in it you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> and refining yeah yeah, right. yeah. yeah not having terminator situation or ultron situation happen but oh jesus you see that <laughs> russian that russian chest bot that broke the kid's man. fingers oh my god <laughs> no i'm good on that but yeah i mean it all kind of <laughs> I mean, and these are concepts in a lot of games, obviously, too, and, and pop culture. Um, <laughs> the idea of how far are we going to go in an AI world? And it's like, you know, at some point, I, I you know, I kind of mentioned, we'll just go be a soldier. Well, you don't want to die. You know, you have unlimited lives when you're running out of fucking giant treadmill thing. But like, yeah. you know, at, at some point, too, it's like these simulators. It's like, oh, farming simulators. It's like, yo, go get, get a garden. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but you can't control it as much in real life. So hey man, I don't have enough land to plant corn, Eddie. All right. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, you can always dream, right? Or you can just get the simulator. Old man Horatio paid me twenty six thousand dollars to <laughs> to harvest his potatoes. <laughs> Congrats, man! I knew you were really working hard to get that deal done. So I'm happy. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so think about this though, when farms become remote operated like absolutely everything else i will be one of the first in line and i have like a resume to prove it <laughs> <laughs> that's not you're not wrong you know kind of piggybacking off of that there's so many careers in in uh in gaming um obviously there's the very obvious ones where you are storyboarding creating games you're doing the music for them you're uh developing the updates those types of things but you know even promotions for games there's gaming tournaments now gaming is, is exploded you know it's it's something mm -hmm. that we've both realized uh not only as something as a form of enjoyment it could be you know potentially something where a lot of people could make some money because especially with the pandemic the world has gone so virtual and um mm -hmm. people are going back to gaming in droves i think right now um, that weren't necessarily gamers or they were and they you know they kind of stepped away from it but now they're inside so much and they're they're gaming more and they're enjoying new games and they're trying new things which i think is great and i think that that creates a lot of opportunity for a lot of people which is um just going to be good uh, moving forward here um and i want to i want to highlight a lot of people in the gaming world that's kind of the goal for this podcast is to you know, bring those unsung heroes in, like I was talking about, you know, maybe somebody who did music for the God of War games. I have a friend named Josh who uh, has made three games. They're very low level games, but he developed them and he made games, you know what I mean? And, and mm -hmm. they're, they're, he did it and he did it on his own time and it's a pretty cool accomplishment. Um, so there's probably a lot of people who are interested in doing that. So picking his brain about 
how much work does it take? How do you do it? Like, well, how did you do it? What, what, what kind of things would, did you wish you did differently? Um, and I want to get some big hitters. You know what I mean? I want to, you know, eventually get some people on EA staff. Hey man, what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe not that way, but Hey, we have got the president of EA here. Hey, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck, sir? What did you do? So yeah, we'll definitely have uh, them returning if we go that route. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it's, it, you think about it, you know, if you a lot of podcasts, you know, they might be about music or they might be about entertainment and you know, it's, they'll, they'll be able to get actors, you know what I mean? Or they'll be able to get, mm-hmm uh singers or they're you know and you go through their agents and stuff like that for the gaming world you know the guy who did who designed kratos you know uh, or designed kratos's bangle even you know what i mean that's on his arm yeah. like that guy that was his full-time job and he's probably got a pretty dope story like and you can get you know you can find those types of people and, and uh they they probably don't do many podcasts or interviews. I can tell you that much. You got like the people sure. who create the game, and that's it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so, um, unsung heroes. Exactly. So uh, you know, there's there's a big world out there that I think um, we could explore and we could kind of uncover for people and uh, and open people up to, so that you know the games they love, they get a little bit more of an appreciation from it. Because I know I love like. I love watching a movie and then I love watching how it's made. Like I'm big into the MCU right now. I know you've just watched through almost everything. You've watched through even more than me with the Agents of Shield, which I can't. Oh dude. Yeah, I earned <laughs> I earned this title. I'm watching through Inhumans right now and talk about Yeah. Bad TV. I won't go much further than that. I don't want to discourage anybody. <laughs> yeah. But that's not a great show. It's very tough to watch. Yeah, it didn't last, huh? Uh, but, <laughs> Thank uh, God there's only one season. <laughs> even really bad stuff that i thought was bad watching the behind the scenes i'm like ah, oh, there was a lot of work that went into this i guess i oh yeah appreciate it a little bit more now you know what i mean but the good stuff it's like oh my god how did they do this this is so cool and it's it's so many moving parts yeah. so i think there's definitely that with video games too so you know keep it loose so i have a lot of fun um yeah, try to try to get some segments going you know maybe we could uh you know we're talking about james having some retro games um i'm gonna mm-hmm. try to be playing um, I'm going to be, hopefully, uh, it's not kind of finalized yet, but I'm going to be writing video game reviews for one of the, the bigger sites soon. So that's going to have me playing a lot of games that I usually wouldn't play. So I'll be able to talk mm-hmm. about those too. Um, I'm kind of broadening my library of games because I don't know if you have this too, but I, I get into kind of a thing where, and I do this with shows too, but I just get too involved with too many things and then I have to like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. Games going at once, and I just can't focus on one of them. I do that constantly, man, and that is typically what weeds out the the worst games from the good ones. You know. Right. Um, I was playing a lot of stuff until Ghost of Tsushima came along, and I was like, well, you know, it's. I'll send a courtesy text to the Warzone group. Hey, am I fighting back this Mongol invasion, or are we hitting, you know, (laughs) the streets here? to clean up you know caldera or whatever it might be so i get that totally man it's you know yeah it's just the that's the nature of it though at our age i think yeah i think (laughs) a lot of people are experiencing that so if we can help guide them a little bit if they're thinking about a game and then we can be like yeah or hey yeah you definitely actually should like a game uh stray i've heard i don't know if you've heard of this game but it's blowing up oh yeah game yeah yeah i want to check that out you know what i mean same here dude so 
maybe, maybe it's getting maybe. a lot of rave reviews you know yeah, people are loving it for sure um it so. seems like a pretty ridiculous concept but um if you haven't go check it out it's about a cat wandering around and you're a cat so that sounds amazing as soon as i heard about hey man look i play goat simulator right like i'll give <laughs> anything a shot i will yeah. try anything <laughs> it's got it's got <laughs> one to two hours of cheech's time but that's it <laughs> All right, man. I think we're gonna wrap here. This is uh, this has been a solid first uh, pilot here. Um, next time, hopefully, we'll we'll have a, a little bigger group. But um, this has been Kadem's Corner with Cheech, um, and we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you come back for our next episode. Again, this is the pilot episode, so bear with us. We uh, we're just testing some things out, testing uh, you know our voices out a little bit, as it were. Um, and we appreciate you listening. If you did listen all the way to the end of this episode and you can only expect us to level up as we continue on this journey. So for now, for Cheech, if you want to say goodbye to our loyal listeners. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye now.